Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectabet and I'm joined by Greg for part two of this week's podcast. How's it going, Greg? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Okay. Not too good. bad. I'm just going to rattle through this one. We've had to split the this week's podcast into two parts because Skybet hadn't priced up the cards and corners market by the time we recorded last night. So this is just a quick update for those that listened to part one on the matches that we discussed. And now you've been able to firm up your tips, uh, given that Skybet have got some prices available for us. Yeah, I had a good view of what I'd be looking at to do across these three games. So Skybet, very slow this week. And not to be fair, not just, not just Skybet. Every bookie's been really slow in pricing up Saturday's matches. So I think last weekend we were, what, Tuesday evening? We had a full mm-hmm. set of markets. And this week it's taken till about quarter to ten um, on Thursday morning to get prices out. So not great, but we've got them now. So three games, um, half past two, half past four and 6.30 on Saturday. So the first game is Slutsk versus Rookbreast. Um, again, another battle of the bad boys. Two sides who, <laughs> I think last night I mentioned, 59 yellow cards between them and six red cards. Um, Slutsk are hitting four cards a game. Rookbreast just below that, 3.9 cards per game. And what I like about this one, Rookbreast have seen three or more cards now in seven of their nine matches. It's pretty consistent, it's pretty steady. What's interesting though, I've had a look and what I do with my data and my analysis, I always look at the home and the away tracks to see how mm-hmm. they've gone. Yeah. So in terms of the away piece for Rookbreast, they've hit three, five, six, five and three in their five away games, yep. which is really strong. So they've hit three or more cards in all five away matches. Um, they're a little bit bigger than I thought they'd be, but not big enough for a single. So I'm going to back Rookbreast to hit three or more cards at four to seven. Okay. And I'm going to double that up with the next match between Islock and Energetic. So that's the fourth thirty kickoff. So Energetic are away at Islock. Energetic again, not much, um, not much better in terms of the crime count. Yeah, They've had twenty-nine yellow cards. Yeah, pretty much bang on. Twenty-nine yellow cards, three red cards, joint third worst in the league. Um, again, they have hit three or more team cards in seven of their nine matches, which is pretty. Pretty, pretty tremendous if you're on, on yeah, cards for them it's impressive but it's not impressive it's impressive it's very impressive <laughs> <laughs> so in their away games they've hit 2, 4, 4 4 and 7 so again stacks up really well they've hit in fact they've hit 4 or more cards in 4 of their 5 away games mm-hmm. um, they've had 6 players at the moment this season so far who've had 3 or more cards so looking at this one energetic actually quite a decent price to hit three or more cards to four to six you could essentially just tip that as a single but what i'm going to do is i'm going to double that with root breast cards so that double pays 75 for root breast three cards and energetic three cards 75 okay. with skybet yep one of the cards and if you want to be really adventurous you could probably look at energetic to hit four cards at 13 to 8 i might throw them in a little um line that contains higher totals across the tips of the weekend yeah. did it last weekend actually and the only one that let me down for a fiver I think it was for £200 for £5.3 bet was the Smaller Vici match I went high in all the all the tips that I gave last weekend I went I think one level higher so rather than being three I went four and rather than being ten I went eleven so it's worth doing just for, for small for small stakes there's a very yeah. good chance energetic might hit 
uh, four cards on Saturday. And as we've seen, we've kind of mentioned on previous podcasts that some punters out there have cashed in on it, um, albeit they're most likely a sliding scale of states. states. They have. And I think about all of the winning selections we've published over the last four or five weeks, most of them have come in well, as mm, in yeah. we're not relying on last-minute goals or corners or bookings. They've, they've all come in fairly convincingly. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that'll be a case again this weekend. Yeah. And the final match is Vitesk versus Dynamo Minsk. So I spoke last night that Vitesk are on a bit of a Dynamo spiral performance-wise, one win in six. Dynamo Minsk seem to be on the up, playing relatively well. Vitesk, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, do concede quite a lot of corners. They've conceded, well, conceding pretty much six corners per game at the moment. Um, four, seven, five, seven, five, four, nine, seven, and six in their last three. So they've conceded five or more corners in seven of their nine games, which again is pretty telling. When you look at Minsk, they have hit five or more corners now in eight of their nine matches this season which is tremendous, yeah. and they've hit six or more in seven of their, la- of their nine league games. Yeah, it's pretty so consistent. Very consistent. They're hitting seven or more team cards, sorry, team corners per game now, which is the second highest in the league. Um, so I think it's worth backing Minsk in the corners here. I think they'll go and win this match. They're four to five to win the game, which again would suggest we're expecting them to have their lines share of possession. Now, for five or more corners for Minsk, it's four to six which I think is a very fair price. I thought it would have been a little bit lower than that, given Mint's performances corner-wise and yep. Tesk's conceding performance-wise. So five five plus corners, four to six, and you can also get six plus corners at five to four. Okay. Um, so I'm going to back both of them. And finally, probably my last chance to learn on, on the handicap. I think I've posted the handicap twice out of the five weeks. And I think they've both just fallen short. So I'm going to give it another shot. Dynamo Mint's minus one corner is 11 to 10, and they hope, hopefully they should land that um, with a 7-3 result. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, the, the handicaps are that wee bit more difficult, I suppose, to land because you're relying on the performance of both teams. Yeah, totally. We got done last week with um, Vitesk, who hit nine, and mm. they hadn't hit any more than four all season, so you'll yeah. get games like that, unfortunately. So I'm going to yeah. give the handicap one more shot. I'm not a massive fan of handicap betting across any market, but mm. uh, I'm quite confident that Minsk will see this through. Okay. Um, we you also tipped the Belgina Corners bets on last night's podcast, so can you just give us a wee recap on those as well and run us through the bets that you mentioned in this this part two of the podcast? Yeah, so um, for Friday for tomorrow, uh, the even kick off. It's Belgina. They travel to Shakhtar, and but no surprise for people to understand that I'm I'm tipping um, Belgina again at a really really good price for a really low corner count. So taking them to hit three or more corners at 8-11, to 11, and that will be this weekend's nap. Also taking them to hit four or more corners, and that pays 6-4. to four. And I'm taking 10 or more match corners in the match for this game, and that pays 4-5. to five. So that kind of covers Friday. And into Saturday, we've got a double. So that's Rook Breast, three cards, and Energetic, three cards. So that's the 2.30 kickoff and the 4.30 kickoff, both sides away from home. Uh, 47 and 46 and that double piece 75 with Skybet and finally the last kickoff of match day 10 is Dynamo Minsk they travel to Vitesk and I'm taking Dynamo Minsk 5 plus corners at 46 and 6 plus corners at 5 to 4 and I'm also taking Dynamo Minsk minus 1 on the corner handicap at 11 to 10 Good stuff thanks for that 
Um, okay, so that's us for part two. Obviously, if you've not caught part one, then you can uh, get that on your timeline wherever you're listening to the podcast. It should be available. Um, and that's us. Best of luck with your bets this weekend. Stay safe, and we'll speak again next week, Greg. Thanks. Yeah, good luck, everyone. Thanks a lot. Cheers. <laughs>